It's time once again for another episode of Georgia Business Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here's your host, Rich Casanova. All right, welcome to another exciting episode of Georgia Business Radio with your host, uh, Rich Casanova, alongside Craig Williams. How are you today? I'm doing well. Doing Great. exceptionally well. Uh, we have a, a great show. Uh, we normally spotlight um, and highlight folks doing business uh, throughout the state of Georgia, industry leaders, thought leaders. And- hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! And we have a, um, a special guest here joining us on today's uh, episode. Extra special. Right? Ex- okay. No of course, extra- we all are. Yeah, Very yeah. special. But. Absolutely. And um, uh, I imagine you, as well as uh, most of our listeners, caught the uh, president's uh, State of the Union address. Yes, I did. And um, amazing conversation that um, has continued since then. And so uh, without... Uh, any further delay, let's go ahead and introduce our um, guest joining us in the studio. The administrator of the SBA, Maria Contreras-Sweet, uh, became the 24th administrator of the U.S. Small Business Administration, a member of the President Obama's cabinet on April 7, 2014. Uh, SBA is charged with supporting America's small businesses, which create nearly two out of three net new private sector jobs in our economy and employ half of our nation's private sector workforce. In nominating Contreras-Sweet to lead the SBA, President Obama said, Maria was the driving force behind the major job creation and major public investments in infrastructure and in housing in California. As a champion of women-owned and family-owned businesses, and uh, also as someone who's moved to California from Mexico as a young girl and whose mother worked long hours to support Maria and her five siblings, uh, she knows firsthand the challenges that working families and recent immigrants are facing. So uh, if I may, Maria, our administrator, welcome to the show. Thank you. Absolutely. Lovely pleasure to, ha- to be here with you. Pleasure to have you here. And um, so, obviously, you were at the uh, inaugural address. Um, well, it wasn't inaugural, but I was. I'm the sorry. State yeah, of the, 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 the uh, State of the Union. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes. State of the Union. He's done two of those. Yeah, <laughs> already. Um, so, your thoughts and takeaways and uh, observations in terms of uh, your perspective from the Small Business Administration. What were some um, key indicators or uh, takeaways? Uh, I was really heartened by the overall tone of the address Mm -hmm. in that it was so forward-looking, and he was really providing us a long view of what our country's possibilities are. And so I appreciated that he wasn't in the weeds. But but more specifically, the the sub-points that I I was taken in by was, number one, he really spoke to the future of our country and the innovation that we have spurred around the world. And that really speaks to me, uh, having, you know, this role as as the voice for small businesses across the country. Because I am proud at every cabinet meeting when we post the job numbers, and we've now reported that we are at 70 consecutive months of Mm. job growth 
We have never yeah. seen this in the history of the U.S. No, and I always get to boast that two-thirds, as you just aptly pointed out, the majority of that growth is coming from small businesses. And so it is important for us at the SBA to work with businesses across the country to continue to spur the innovation that not only grows the mom and pops, but also the ones that are scaling and becoming really the global leaders of our of our nation. Yeah, the future global global leaders. Yeah, seventy months. I heard that stat um, as well, and it's just uh, I mean, unbelievable, right? Um, it's it's a, just remarkable. amazing. Yeah, when you see that we have cut unemployment in half, that we have doubled the market value of most of our corporations. Um, you know, the economy is so strong, but we've got to keep this going. Yeah. I, people are enjoying the lower. Fuel prices, right, right. Yeah. It's a good time. He got that. Got an applause when he mentioned the gas prices. Yeah, it's yeah. funny how we all relate to that. Yeah, yeah. that. So back up just for a second. Your uh, your history prior to this announcement of you becoming the uh, administrator. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I um, I got into infrastructure pretty quickly. I was really interested. I had uh, spent quite a few years. Uh, I don't want to say how many years. Well, fifteen. I'll <laughs> just right, say yeah. it at yeah. Westinghouse, which is a, a globalized operation. And, uh, and so we were very much into infrastructure, goods movement, logistics. And so I was uh, asked to serve as California Secretary of Transportation and really pushed forward some of the largest advances, like the east span of the Oakland Bay Bridge. Wow, right. You know, I did double tracking, some of the greatest investments in double tracking for our railroad systems. And so that's where I learned about what I'm doing today, I have to tell you, because I wanted to have as many small businesses partaking of that work. Because you have to do with the counterintuitive, you have to debundle the work mm-hmm. so that you can get small businesses at the table. But they would say, well, where do I get capital? How do I get counseling? How do I actually get to do contracting? And that's what we do at the SBA. We provide counseling, contracting, and capital. Prior to Westinghouse, you do have a history of small business uh, yourself. Tell us a little bit about uh, your early small business. Well, after having what I just described, uh, that experience of helping small businesses, what I learned was that they really did need capital. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to start up a private equity fund to help finance small businesses. I uh, exercised my stock options for my years at at corporate, (laughs) took a little bit of that, and, uh, and started investing in businesses. And what I saw was that in many times I was taking an equity position in their company when they didn't really need to to give up. I think equity is the most expensive type of capital. So my my, uh, last business was starting a community bank in Los Angeles. So there's been a lot of intentionality, not only on the president's, um, but his his campaign, uh, his his cabinet have been real intentional about making... Sure, that these numbers are where they are. So it's 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 it's, it's very important. Like um, our our friend here, Cassius Butts, as well, uh, how intentional he's been in the region. Um, it's it's cohesive. It's a cohesive, um, interactive. Everybody's involved in making sure that there are numbers that are changing, as opposed to just poof, all of a sudden, all <laughs> these numbers. You know, we are driving this change. Yes. As soon as the president took office, you may recall that he passed the Jobs Act of 2010, mm-hmm. and that drove a series. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of streamlined regulations, much more opportunity to raise capital, both from the SBA point of view where it's debt uh, uh, capital to equity now that uh, Mary White, Mary Jo White has released the mm-hmm. SEC rules where you now have like, you know, what I call a mini IPO. So on both sides, whether it's debt, uh, seed capital, SBA has the largest seed capital in the in the world and people don't even know that it exists. So one of the things that we have to do is also brand. So the president's taken aggressive, intentional actions. SBA has been very intentional in their outreach. 
We have reached out to credit unions, for example, to mm-hmm. engage in our lending. We have more, as you just saw this morning, more lenders uh, teaming up with us. And we have more technology to make certain that the public is able to get through that labyrinth of, of our applications and that process more effectively. And 48 hours after the, the union address, right. he dispatched his cabinet members. And here we are, 48 hours later, you're here in Atlanta. And oh, listen, <laughs> after the address, we went into the White House. And I don't want to tell you how late we were there. So for me to get uh, to the airport at 6 o'clock in the morning was really painful to be here. But, uh, but we all did it. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, I remember I saw the media coverage of that announcement that cabinet members are going to be uh, dispersed throughout the U.S. And um, is that something fairly new or is that uh, common after the address or um, uh, to continue the message? I think it's our own propensity to do it. But this time, again, there was more intentionality because I think that people are just hearing the wrong message. You know, and we need to lift people up and remind them about the power of the U.S. We need to remind them about the possibilities and the opportunity that lies we are the greatest power on earth. Yes. And for anybody to say the counter is just not true. And so, again, when you see, and this is what the president pointed out, he said, when people need leadership, they're not calling China. They're calling the U.S. US. Absolutely. It is the U.S. that is the preeminent power. And so I think to our great lament, we're seeing that, you know, that people are somehow perceiving that America is not strong. And we are the most preeminent, the most powerful economic force. And we continue to be uh, the ones that are the peacekeepers around the world. And it's just important for people to really understand what kind of country they're living in. And, and the numbers back it up. The numbers back it up. The yeah. metrics are all there. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned beforehand, I, was, I watched the address, and um, I wish I would have taken better notes, but correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he said something to the equivalent of we represent um, a combined economy of some eight uh, other uh, most powerful countries. Um, I mean, it's just the, the stats are Let's amazing. talk about our defense power, yeah. our defense. Okay, and yeah. he said that our defense uh, budgets and efforts right. and everything are, are you know the size of— yeah, second no. to none, yeah. Right. Um, so I know we definitely want to talk about the impact on Atlanta entrepreneurs and what's on your docket here while you're traveling through Georgia. But I want to remind our listeners listening to Georgia Business Radio with your host, Rich Casanova, Craig Williams, on um, the Pro Business uh, Channel. We're having a conversation with the U.S. Uh, Small Business Administrator, Maria Contreras-Sweet. So talk to us about what's on your docket and the impact on Atlanta entrepreneurs. Well, I wanted to say a couple of things sure. first, just to back up for one second. The three points that I took away from the President's State of the Union were, were really key. One is to be entrepreneurial, to move forward, and to understand what we're trying to do is uh, what we call upskilling, to lift Americans. And so when the President talked to the fact that we needed to uh, get free education at the community college level, yeah. I thought that that was a really important takeaway. Mm-hmm. I didn't want us to lose okay. sight of that because I think other countries invest quite a bit in education. And I think that now as we see that the standards are being raised, we need to make sure that we're at least uh, you know, continuing to lead the way in that regard too. So I thought that was an important point. The second that I took away from uh, what he said is the globalization of the marketplace. That is that before when I was growing up, and I don't mind dating myself, <laughs> Um, what we saw was that, you know, one floor shop competed with another floor shop across the street. And now that same floor shop, when I go back to visit them, they're concerned about the fl- flowers that are coming in from Kenya. Mm. So we are all in a globalized economy. And entrepreneurs, particularly small businesses, uh, need the resources to be able to sa- safely navigate through that through that new borderless marketplace. So SBA is providing services in that regard. And then the third point that I just wanted to say is, 
One of the things that entrepreneurs, budding, aspiring entrepreneurs say to me is that they have job lock. They're in a job that maybe they don't really love and they can't leave because they don't want to lose their health benefits. And so that's why I argue for the ACA, for the Affordable Care Act, Mm -hmm. because it allows an entrepreneur to take those benefits with them and to start a business and restart a business and not be denied for health care coverage. So while there were many important messages, those were my three takeaways. All right. Well said. And um, so now um, you're here in Georgia, obviously, in Atlanta. So and you have uh, uh, quite a few events uh, coming here uh, to downtown, uh, mobilizing the economic opportunity. Talk to us about that. Well, we what, what I'm really uh, impressed by here locally is that you have set a standard here in Atlanta. You have made some aggressive steps to provide new tax credit, market credits to companies to relocate here. I've been impressed with the level of engagement, the movement, the automobile industry. Mm-hmm. You're taking so much of California's entertainment industry <laughs> yes. away. We're, we're the other East Coast. You are the hip-hop <laughs> capital of the world. We call it Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, and speaking of the automotive, uh, Porsche and now Mercedes-Benz of uh, North America. So you are our envy now. We have Kia, too, and a number of other. It's really quite impressive what you've done here. And so as a result of that, we have had to gear up at SBA. And our team, which I'm here with, you know, Cassius and uh, Terry, our our, our regional administrator, who is my voice here, (laughs) a presidential appointment, and Terry, who is a career person here on the ground every day helping entrepreneurs both and their entire teams here are focused on what we have now achieved, which is record lending in this community. Yeah, give us some of those stats. I mean, I know Cassius has shared those with us in the past, and it's just uh, we had Cassius on maybe a year or so ago, and at that juncture, I think it was in the neighborhood of about eight billion. In, uh, and maybe I don't know if Cassius, you want to jump in on some of those stats or at that re- at that time it was eight billion. In the region for the last five years, we've backed nearly twenty billion dollars in loans uh, to small business, but. Particularly here in Georgia, uh, yeah, I love that clap. That it, it always, it always, when that happens, it's just, that's what happened when, when the administrator walked in. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, hold it down in the gallery here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we attribute that to the administrator giving us the opportunity and the resources to reach out to, uh, to folks like yourself to carry her message to make certain that everyone is hearing what's taking place, not just in the region but the nation, because mm. we have the greatest nation in the world. Uh, We're just happy to have her and host her here in Atlanta today. But the important thing that I wanted to drive, the numbers are really impressive to have record-level lending. SBA operates on average about a $120 billion portfolio of loans that would otherwise, without our guarantee, would not get out. We're not a direct lender. When you go into a bank and you're about to be turned down, we provide a guarantee. So some people have a wealthy uncle we're Uncle Sam. Right. <laughs> and so you come in, and, uh, and so if someone's about to say no, we say we're going to stand in and support you and be your guarantor so that if, you know, in the case, God forbid, that there's a default, then, then we are there to, to uh, backstop your loan. But what I want to say is the really important thing from a business standpoint, and I'm a community banker, as you heard me say earlier, is that this is operating now both what we call our 7A and our 504. I'm sorry to be arcane about this. (laughs) But these loans are running now at zero subsidy. So it's not costing the taxpayer money because our team here is running these with great consulting, strong underwriting, and managing the loans very carefully. And so we're not having the loan loss reserves that that had sometimes been attributed to banks. So it's very impressive to have record-level lending. The second piece that, that we're very, very enthusiastic about is our contracting numbers. 
We have uh, have a 23 congressionally mandated goal of 23% of directing the procurement of the federal government to small businesses. 23% is our mandate. The SBA reached a 24.99%. That represents increase of billions of dollars fed to small businesses through you know, vending operations through the supply chain. And that's also an incredible uh, story for us to tell. And so we created hundreds of thousands of jobs as a result of these efforts. I mean, the ripple effect is just goes on uh, for decades. Talk to us about the number one challenge that you face as your role as the administrator, you know, on a day-to-day or regular basis. Um, what was, what's the challenge that, that uh, you experience? Uh, it's twofold. One is internal. Internal to us is the modernization effort. I really want to make certain that we're embracing technology so that we can reach out to people in ways that we never imagined. How do we use social media? Mm -hmm. And how do we use technology so that it's easy as possible and streamlined as possible to take out a loan? Mm -hmm. You know, when you can now deposit a check from the comfort of your sofa in your (laughs) your home, you know, (laughs) hey, when I first started, you know, you went up to a double lock window (laughs) and, you know, went through this extraordinary (laughs) process. And so how do we take advantage to make sure that we continue to be relevant For example, you see that now people are taking out loans on the Internet, Mm -hmm. and it's very convenient. We have to stay relevant and current. And so I think it's how we embrace technology internally. I think that's important. Well, when people can go online, Quicken Loans or Mortgage for their home or whatever, they should be able to, as a small business owner, proprietor, be, have some of those same tools. Talk to us about the most uh, some of the misconceptions that folks not familiar with the SBA might have. Well, right. so now what I did was, uh, as a result of this initiative – before you'd go knock on the door of a bank right. and then you'd uh, complete your application and wait for what I call a really slow maybe. <laughs> right. It's like, wait, nice. wait, wait. And, you know, maybe, maybe stay with us. You know, it's like the airlines, you know, where we're going to get you on, on in 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah, on the tarmac. Know, two yeah. hours later, you're still waiting. And so what we wanted to do is uh, come up with a solution. So we call it LINK, L-I-N-C. And what it seeks to do is it's sort of like a, do you know Match.com? No, don't tell uh, me. Yeah, right. don't yeah, yeah. Yeah. Casanova's on Match.com. Well, yeah. you <laughs> answer a simple 20 questions, and we direct your answers to a uh, to a series of banks in your area that are, have an interest in wanting to give you that loan. And so this way, we set up a date, but this one's with the relationship that's going <laughs> to wow. be a banker. So you, you mentioned earlier about branding and how important it is to approach and what your position is when you go for these loans as to the banks or through the SBA. How important is branding and how your position as an authority or what have you? Uh, I mean, your brand is very important, and they are going to do their research on who and what you're presenting to them. How important is that? Well, I think uh – you know, I, I have to tell you, having started three different businesses, I wish that I had known that SBA was there. And so I'm yeah. the first to tell you that I didn't know and I didn't partake. And now that I know what we have, I say, why wouldn't you? These are free services yes, you know, yes. that your taxpayer dollars put up. And so that you can go walk into a small business development center or one of our uh, 68 district offices here. You can you know meet up with Terry and, and uh, that you can go in and get free counseling about how to write your business plan, how to iterate, how to reiterate, how to pivot how to scale, how to repair your business, how to prepare to go in to see a banker yeah. so that you put your best foot forward. These are important attributes that, that really help you go further in life. And the second piece is, as I, as I was uh, pointing out earlier, that then when you want to have diverse, diversify your marketplace, we can introduce you to corporations mm. that have an interest in your product. We can introduce you to federal government departments, you know, the education, 
the Agriculture Department, Department of Defense, Department of Commerce, Department of State. All of these departments buy things every single day, yeah. things that everyday people sell. And so how do you diversify your portfolio so you can sell to corporations, not just to other small businesses in your community, and to the government? We can certify you. We can get you ready for that. We can help make those connections. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to getting a lot of those individuals in here from the government contracting and SBA side, an 8A consultation, and have them share a little bit. Basically, what we do here at the Pro Business Channel is give that voice to those individuals so they can get that information out to them. So for businesses to know and entrepreneurs to know, how do I go about it? Because a lot of times if people are thinking about doing business with the government, it could be overwhelming or going after those contracts or going after that money that's out there. We're talking about $20 billion. I only need about $20,000. <laughs> right, exactly. you know, yeah. And, and, and how, I, how do I position myself? How do I um, tell them my story or have a third party speak on my behalf? And so we like to have those stories told in here. And we, we, we use media. Uh, also to, to, to promote that. So, But to you just uh, mentioned branding, and what I think is really, really important is that people ask me, what's the difference between a large and a small corporation? Really, I just, you know, if I'm going to go to work, what's the difference? And let me tell you what the difference is. If you spend a dollar with a small business, 68 cents stays in your community mm. as opposed to like a barely 40 cents if you spend it with a large retailer because they, you know, they, they bank outside of the local community and so much of it goes, uh, goes outside. Mm -hmm. And so there is a difference. Another difference is that when you have a local restaurant in your community, it's creating local jobs. It's creating a unique atmosphere to your community you know some of us go to malls and i like those big retail um uh, sales and bargains that like anybody else but when i go to a local shop i know i'm going to get a unique item i know that i'm going to be able to talk to them and they're going to talk to me more they're going to know more about their product and really be able to educate me and it creates a very different vibe about a community that i can come here and go to unique stores it's what attracts me to atlanta mm. Yeah, talk to us about you kind of um, uh, about the small business criteria. How do you describe a small business? We get that question a lot, right? Like, uh, what is a small business versus a Fortune 500? Where is there a benchmark or some of the criteria or key indicators? You are not going to like this answer. <laughs> okay. I have to tell you, you're not going to like this. Uh, we, we generally we say about 250 employees and okay. under is small. That's what we generally sure. say. But what I have to tell you is that uh, SBA is responsible for what we call this NAICS code, N-A-I-C-S. Uh, here we go. And that's the National Association of Industry Classification System. And that's where we decide what is small. For right. example, if you're a small shoe manufacturer, you you know, then about 500 employees makes sense. If you're a shipbuilder, then maybe 2,000 employees. Depending on the industry that you're competing in, we make a different demarcation. Right. And so we do have a standard and we review these standards every single year to set the right size for small in each classification. And in some cases, it could be based on their uh, their annual volume or uh, their yeah, business volume. Yeah, it's either employees or, or uh, revenue. Right. That's correct. We just got a couple more minutes uh, left. So um, uh, on a kind of a personal level, what was that phone call like when you got the call that you're going to be brought up to uh, be the administrator for the SBA? Oh, you have to know. Since <laughs> I, I was running a, a community bank, the first thing that happens is, you know, they obviously you, they first ask 
um, you know, if you'll give them some um, information because they have to, quote, vet you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so you get vetted. And as soon as I did that, that was really the, the challenge because all of a sudden the FBI descends <laughs> on your office and everybody was saying, FBI's at the bank. Yeah. Uh-oh. What did and she so do? Yeah. imagine uh, the reverberations yeah. of that. All of a sudden I had shareholders and, right, you yeah. know, and everybody calling. But no, but truly, can you imagine walking into yeah. the Oval Office, no. uh, pinching myself? Because you have to know my personal story is I'm an immigrant, as mm, you mentioned at the earlier. And so my grandmother always said, it's not the titles you have, it's what you do with the titles mm. that you have that matters. And I've always thought about how do I bring other people along? And she'd always say, although we've been a family of migrant workers, someday you might be able to work in an office and be a secretary. But she didn't imagine <laughs> I, I would office? hold office and be <laughs> a cabinet secretary. Wow. Exactly. And so that's the beauty of America. That's the mobility, the upward mobility that we want to see and replicate it over and over again. And it's what I aspire to do with the SBA, to make sure that their stories, the people across the country that have aspirations to leave a legacy for their children can. And having so, awesome grand, grandmothers who have that hope and drop that possibility into you. Absolutely, because I know your mother worked long hours to support you and your five siblings. So what might that what what might a, a like be at Thanksgiving table? And uh, <laughs> what kind of conversations take place that at your stature, at your level now, right? Do they just kind of treat you like uh, any differently? Or <laughs> oh, you know, that's the that's the beauty of family. They always sort of set us right. around you. They around yeah. you. I have kids. <laughs> they around you. That's what they, they're there uh, for. They are there. Uh, number one, they will defend you to the bitter end. Yeah. And then they lift you up when you're when you're taken down and puff you up a little bit every morning. But also they keep you honest and straight. Yeah. And that is, you know, they bring a sense of reality, you that know, balance. And and so that's the wonderfulness of a family. And they they really help ground you. So kind of one more question. And then obviously feel free to expound on um, what's going on here in Atlanta. But uh, talk to us about um, what do you enjoy most about your job? I love being out. We have a day that we call Small Business Saturday. We have Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and then Small Business Saturday where we lift uh, small businesses across the country. And there is nothing that gives me more pleasure than to actually go out and have somebody say, you know, I was lost. I didn't know what to do. I came out. I was a veteran. And I had no sense of direction. But a volunteer at SBA came forward. Uh, one of our SCORE uh, volunteers came forward, gave me some guidance, you know, by through the support of SBA. And now what I'm doing is I'm now employing, you know, 30 other uh, employees, and this is what I do today. And they tell me their stories with such pride, and their children are there, and the family's all running the business. And you just say, that's what America's about. And America harvests these opportunities mm-hmm. with such bounty like no other country in the world. Yeah. And that's what gives me a great sense of pride. Yeah, exception to none. So uh, any closing uh, thoughts or um, uh, before we wrap up here? Well, I want to tell you that when I approached SBA, I, I, I put in a frame that I call SBA, write the letters, smart, bold, and accessible. And the arc of I hope that the legacy of my work is around smart being, smart systems. How do we deploy, as I mentioned earlier, all of the technology to make sure that we're using it and that small businesses know how to use it and that they understand what the pain points are in their life. What's the pain point? What do you get frustrated by in any you know any moment of your life? And if you're experiencing it, maybe somebody else is too. Yeah. So there's a solution that you can build a business around. And so think about that and how can we help you do it. The bold is about the bolder market making to say not only do I 
uh, have the ability to do business here in my local community here in Atlanta, but how do I also take advantage of the corporate, the federal supply chain, and the international marketplace? And we want to make sure that we're doing that. And the A about accessibility, I don't want to leave anybody behind. Mm. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King taught us something. And what he said was, what good is it to be able to sit at an integrated counter if I can't afford to buy the hamburger. Mm. He understood that while we're advancing civil rights, we have to advance market rights. And and so I want to make certain that everybody has an opportunity to be able to sit at that table and participate. So we're not going to go help people go back to buy the hamburger. We're helping them go back to buy the restaurant. We're go. building <laughs> ownership. And I think through ownership, we can strengthen this country and uh, and every family that's interested in doing it, I want them to know that SBA is waiting for them eagerly to help them fulfill their dream. Well, your legacy and that legacy will continue to reign true here at Pro Business Channel. And we appreciate you coming by and joining us. Thank you for lifting small businesses. Yes. Yes, absolutely. SBA. Pleasure having you here. Thank you again for joining Rich Casanova and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Georgia Business Radio.